here we go. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that can't come up with a good intro this week. Yeah. It's that kind of pie. I've never done that before. I've never done like a, I, you know, and I just, you know, I, I usually have some sort of like restaurant based thing. It's, uh, you know what? Sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes we, uh, we don't have time to make the sausage. <laughs> Double Fresh out. out. Fresh out. Yes. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're 86 uh, of intros. No, we got, we got more coming. It's the, the podcast, the 86 is intros sometimes. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with... I'm feeling old today, Joe Gogazello. I like the old, it's, the old gabagool. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling my age today. Like it's, I've got uh, something going on 86. with my elbow. Yeah, no, no, it's we're not 86ing the Joe Gogazello. No, you're 86 years like, old. Yes, that's how I feel. I, <laughs> I feel like a 92 year old Jewish woman trapped in a 42 year old Sicilian man's body. It's true. And we could talk about Joe's ailments all episode. In fact, we probably <laughs> will because it is Joe. Uh, but we have an amazing guest. Uh, she's, she travels all over the Midwest to do comedy, but she's based out of Minneapolis, one of the funniest people in Minnesota. Give it up for Sienna Violet, everybody. Welcome, Sienna. What's up, you guys? It's so kind of you. I'm very happy to be here. We're, we're, we're happy to have you. Uh, Welcome to the party. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the party where the fun never <laughs> stops, except for when we have to put on Bengay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. Um, Same. I fit in then. That's cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's what we're, we're looking for. Yeah. Like, yeah, we play we, hard. We don't, want any, this, we don't want any of those people who feel good when they wake up in the morning. What's that about? Yeah. You know, they're very annoying. That's for sure. Right. And people who get the people who can get up without coffee. <laughs> yeah. Or, or at least just, Yeah. I, yes, yeah. I, I was going to say I'm a tea man now. I, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, off yeah. the coffee. You're a, you're a teetotaler. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I total teas. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm more of a. I, a I drink a lot of tea. <laughs> a teetotaler sounds like something that you'd see on a Tinder profile. Like, and then it means it's actually it means something. <laughs> no teetotaler. Think it means. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like, what's a teetotaler? Right. Oh, if you have to ask. Do not yeah. urban it dictionary. sounds like there's that. some stories behind that for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just one. She's Sienna's already starting rumors. She's already getting it going, oh, yeah? you guys. <clears throat> no, uh, well, I, do, I, I, I drink too much tea. And, and now I found um, I, my new problem is I pee all day. Like yeah. okay. it's, it's, I mean, everyone pees all day, but just my, now it's, I'm like constantly, now I feel like I'm the old Jewish lady. I'm like, <laughs> I'm always in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the bathroom a lot too, but mostly at work and I'm just hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Riding out the day. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah. I got a I got an anecdote. I got I have to get it on this podcast because I'm so just utterly frustrated by it, but it happened to me last night at my job. Oh, this is a this is a do. customer service related thing. Um I say this. Uh, as a preface, if you are a DoorDash driver or or you drive for one of those third party companies, um, I get that this is your gig. 
I get that it's your job. And like 90% of you are wonderful human beings. You'll, you'll wait. You'll be like, cool. Is this the bag? Wonderful. 10% of you can eat the biggest part of my asshole. <laughs> Last what night. The, what is the biggest part of your asshole? It's <laughs> right in the center. Right See, I did, I'm an older the man. It sounds like a hemorrhoid, probably, right? Right right on the hot button. They can lick it right there. Because I had a dude last night comes in. He looks like the best way to put it is you if you remember the dean from community, he looks just like this guy. He's just angry, tiny, bald man. He comes in, he asks for the order, and it wasn't ready yet. I am in the bar. I am not a to-go specialist. I am a bartender. I am making drinks. I am taking care of tables. I'm taking care of my bar top. I'm in the well making drinks. The guy sits down for like two minutes. He then gets up, starts pacing around the restaurant going, when is this going to be done? I need to get out there. I have, I have other orders I need to do. And I'm like, dude, I don't know when it's going to be done. I'm sorry. And he interrupts me while I'm talking to a table. Whoa. He goes, can you go in the back and check it out? And I finally, I go get my host. I'm like, uh, like Anthony, go, go, go check. On Deal this with this. Yeah. Because he's just, you know, he's just, he's like a 17 year old. He's got nothing better to do. He goes, he checks. And it says on the order form not to be done by five till 552. It is 510. Whoa. Dude flips out and while i'm again trying to take care of my guest at the table and at the bar starts screaming what is this going to be done do i need to just pass this off to another dasher can you put an emergency in i need to get this done and then he's like starting to like <laughs> yell and i'm like dude i don't know have you seen me move from behind the bar because i can literally <laughs> yeah, the dogs are mad they're mad, they're mad at this <laughs> they're mad they're angry <laughs> There no, the dog, leave it in. We're leaving it in. They're, those dogs, they're going to go kill that dasher. That's what they're going off to do. They're like, they disrespected Matt. Fuck this guy. Because this guy gets worse. And he goes to Anthony, my little 17-year-old hoe. Yeah, you tell him, Momo. He goes, <laughs> we got to keep make the bacon work. It's fine. He goes to the Anthony. He goes, you're very calm. And he looks at you. You are unprofessional. This is, this is bad customer service. And I looked at him like, you're not a customer. And like... <laughs> He's like, what's your name? What is your name? And your badge and I looked number. At him, um, I looked at him. I'm like, I'm not a cop. You don't have, I'm not telling you this. Like, you don't need to know my name. I think, thank God we don't wear name tags at my job. Oh, God. And he's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to report you to your boss, all this. And he's just like, he's like screaming. I'm like, you need to leave. I told the guy like, you can go pass it on to another dasher. And then my little 17 year old hosts and he's not a big dude. He's this waifish, you know, 17-year-old guy. Walks the dude out of yeah. the restaurant. I gave him That's the adorable. fattest tip. Fattest tip. And the guy kept trying to come back in because he was going to give me a piece of his mind. We got him fired today. Wait, what? Yeah, my manager dasher? called me today. We got oh, wow. the dasher fired for flipping oh. out at the oh. restaurant. I didn't want him to be fired. Hold but on. I just, was he- was yesterday one of those blue sturgeon supermoons where everybody's so. going weird? I wasn't trying to get him fired. I just didn't want him to like. He's freaking out. My guests are all yeah. giving me the like the doe eye. The yeah, it's getting weird. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the best part though is he's like, I'm going to report you to your manager. My manager, my one of my my assistant manager, was at the bar drinking and having nachos and watched the whole time. She goes, "What an asshole!" 
So like I got backed up by that manager. Dude is 86 from DoorDash. So if I die under now he's on Uber Eats though. So yeah, you'll see him again I, in a couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> yes. See him on Grubhub. Yeah, uh, or, he's, or he's, he's, he's your Uber driver. Even oh, worse. Since I, Joe, you know I drive drunk. Ah. <laughs> That's the same yeah, cloud. The service podcast. No, I'm <laughs> that was hyperbole. Uh, you do no, jokes here. So I, I had to, I had to get that out, and I hope he listens, and I hope he eats the fattest part of my asshole because that guy was a fucking prick. So if you don't know, this is the Awful Service Podcast. You know, these are the kind of stories we talk about on the show. Yeah. The very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Yes, I saw. I saw that. I, I've studied Who for this. So. Resume? Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former job's filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume! I asked. That, said, was, that was a good song. It is. I like that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Again, this is the resume section, Sienna. This is when you can talk about your jobs. You don't have to okay. do all of them, but any ones that are remarkable or have something that are those good stories, uh, and whenever you want to start. Yeah, totally. So I, uh, I don't know. I had mostly customer service jobs all until I was able to trick office staff into hiring me, uh, like six six years back. So I've been not customer facing for a while, and I think that's why I just in in general a lot happier of a person <laughs> uh, dealing with the public was like the worst thing, you know? And I grew up in like a weird chaotic environment too, where there's like alcoholism and stuff in my family and dealing with the general public is by far worse than even that, you know? Cause it's, it's just, you're like a salt lick for crazy people when you're the customer service person. Like they think it's your responsibility to hear them out for all of their worries. And you're just like making whatever basic hourly wage you're getting. And that started for me at 17. I got a job at Subway. Ooh. Yeah, I w- I'm a sandwich artist, but retired. Oh, did, you Subway, did you go to Subway U? Did you? Um, did... I did, but it was online Subway University, just um... in like the crowded back office. And that is where I learned that everybody that works at Subway also sells weed. (laughs) Like you actually can't work there for very long unless you start selling it yourself. Uh, And then that's how I ended up selling weed. (laughs) I was was trying to keep my job at Subway. Whoever orders the tuna fish sub, they also get an eighth, right? That that, that was the whole point. For sure. Why is my tuna fish sub $52? (laughs) You'll find out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then tuna fish. Oh. Oh. Inf- infused tuna fish. It is infused with something, but not anything that gets you high. Mercury. Uh, <laughs> it's mercury. Yeah. <laughs> mercury. Mm. For sure. Wait, so you started early at Subway. Was there anything that you weren't allowed to do? Because they didn't have slicers. So it wasn't like you weren't allowed to do slicer. Yeah. What, what, what did Subway not allow you to do as a child? They basically let me do everything, including close the store. I was like working (laughs) closing shifts there, just like there until midnight and then like going home to sleep before high school. Uh, They didn't want me to do any of the stuff that would allow me to steal from them. So they were like, she can't do inventory and stuff like that. But uh, they would have like let me like there weren't really a lot of rules. They were just like happy to have help. You know, (laughs) Yeah, there's is it a person? Yeah, exactly. Can they give them half of the vegetables that they actually want? 
or waste just, many of the vegetables that they actually want? Inventory yeah. was the thing that they didn't want you to do. I find that, that was, hilarious. It, yeah, it, it was hilarious. They're like, no, clean the oven, clean the bread oven for sure. Uh, do any of the dangerous things, but just let's not have her do the inventory because we know she steals chocolate milk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we came up a ham short, Sienna. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Chocolate or milk's it- come out of your paycheck. They tried to do that, but it just doesn't seem what? fair to me. <laughs> didn't, seem, didn't seem fair light, goddammit. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I wore out at Subway. I just, I found it gross constantly having to be touching. Like, it technically is food, but it's not food. Like, everything there comes out of a, a bag. Yeah. And then there's, food like, a lot of... product. Yeah. Food so shape. that... It's a food-esque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We swear Everything the bread is, not is a powder and a liquid, you know? <laughs> oh, what was the, wasn't there like a big controversy? Speaking of the tuna fish, like they said that that wasn't actually tuna fish. It wasn't fish. tuna, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's just like fish paste. Mm-hmm. It like, there's like a seal pack and in there is like the tuna flakes. It's like a fishy paste. And then mm. there's like a mayo pack too. And then you like mix it all in a prep bin oh. and try not to die of like ammonia gas. You know? Uh, yeah. No well, you tuna did, you did, you DNA. Did. Here we go. Uh, CBS. Uh, let's see. There's a lawsuit. Uh, no, <laughs> no tuna DNA in Subway's tuna lawsuit alleges. 1920. 19- yeah, 19 of 20 tuna samples from subway outlets throughout the Southern California uh, contained animal protein, including chicken, pork, or cattle, but no discernible tuna DNA, according to the latest complaint filed on Monday in U.S. District Court in California. So it's dolphin-safe tuna. It's dolphin-safe tuna. Yeah, there's no dolphin. There's definitely no dolphin in (laughs) that. That is your main concern. It's the tuna fish in the subway. Let the tuna wars begin. Yeah, it's fish friendly. Tuna wars, wasn't that a Discovery Channel show? Yeah, uh, it it came on after Shark Week. Didn't didn't go very well. Yeah, Uh, tuna week. (laughs) Uh, So, what is the opposite of chicken of the sea? It would be, it would be tuna of the land. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's what the that's what they're putting in this. That's yes. they, that's Basically. what they should say. Yeah. They should drop like, the uh, they drop the of uh, the land part. That's it. Yeah, There's... we only use land tuna. Subway's all about brevity. Yes, yeah. obviously. Do you think obviously. Do you think Steph Curry knows about this? <laughs> yes, I would assume not. I would assume not. <laughs> oh, he is going to be so mad. He, I think, he knows his, know. that was his favorite sandwich. Ugh. If, if, if tuna is your favorite sandwich at Subway, please go to therapy. Please. Uh, you would be like literally floored at the disgusting combinations that people order. Like, oh, just, yeah. like tuna and then like cheese and bacon and black olives and then run it through the toaster, you know? Oh, oh. hot tuna. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, and not even not even like a good tuna you know like i like a tuna melt from a diner and stuff like that yeah, but you don't yeah, yeah you don't want to put that in one time someone got like a meatball salad because you know how subway has the chopped salads they like literally forced us to put meatballs in the salad bowl and like chop it up into a salad you know and you can't like you just have to be like, all right, that person is just allowed out in society. You know, they're yes. out there. Like, it's just like, yeah, all right, enjoy your dinner. You know? It's all the marinara on it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like just a hot... big bowl of chopped up meatball. Yep. With well, like lettuce, salad. though, and stuff. Yeah. Wow. It was healthy, Joe. Right. 
Right. Hey, my he mom don't. is sick. My mama fed me meatball salad every day. Look how well it turned out. Hey. <laughs> Meatball salad is the guy in the mafia that they like, hey, we we hey. it was my he was my he's my sister's kid. I had to let him in. Oh, we you're just, talking about meatball salad? Uh yeah, we just we just we make we make him do runs to the grocery store when we wanna when we want yeah. when we want, want some gum. Like he's the he's the gum guy. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> he's just yeah. the gum guy. He's a real gabagool. So did you graduate Subway to just selling weed? (laughs) So I got out of there. I ended up going from Subway and then I got an internship at like a state farm office where I was like a marketing intern, but the guy was just trying to get like free child labor. (laughs) Like Ah, It was like weird. Like the longer I was there, it's just like they had like the people who like worked as insurance agents there. And then like everyone doing the support staff work was like a high school student. And we weren't technically getting paid from state farm like you would. It was just like this guy cutting us money under the table but it was a marketing internship. It was very bizarre. That's some and, sketchy shit. Yeah, it was. It was just like, I knew it was like that, but I also knew I was 17. So like to get a better job legitimately wasn't going to happen. So I was yes. just like riding out my time there, like trying to do as little as possible. <laughs> yes. Everyone's, everyone's crushing the lie. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, parties sure. involved know the lie. <laughs> Yeah, and we just everyone's just like dancing around the truth. Yeah, exactly. And then from that environment, a natural move, I just got into working in banking, right? Because it's like a very, <laughs> very similar, like kind of a slimy thing. But uh, when I, I got hired there at 17, they waited for me to turn 18 so that I could go and touch the money. Oh, my God. That's that's <laughs> very. Yeah, that's very yeah. like a little like. I love how you keep getting like, okay, you can you can do the dangerous stuff, but you can't touch the meat. Okay, so you can't <laughs> talk to the you can't talk to the people at State Farm, but here's what we're gonna have you do. We're yeah, gonna, exactly. We're gonna have you sit outside with the waving flapping arm guy and uh, <laughs> hold a sign in the in the hot weather by the traffic. You know what we're gonna do at the bank? You I, can you can uh, you can deal with the you can deal with the robberies. Exactly. I touch the money. I don't exactly. know. I I really think that uh, it was there was a lot of love there. Like that was like exactly. older older boyfriend. They like waited <laughs> for her to turn eighteen. Yeah, and then like they're like happy birthday, babe. Statutory <laughs> jobs. It's really <laughs> our birthday. Yeah. It's yeah. like professional let's... grooming. Yeah, yes, yeah. I like I set up this. That is a good term, professional grooming. Ding that one. That's <laughs> yeah. a good. She gets the ding on that one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, and then so the funny thing about that first bank job boss the guy who hired me there he like was a creep like he ended up getting fired from u.s bank later down the road for like being sexually inappropriate with people who worked for him yeah hey let's put <laughs> and the then us, he got he got a mail order bride bank. too yes oh i love yeah. mail order bride boss uh she was from the philippines i believe because he was also i think like part filipino person and then so like but it was still just like a very like 90 day fiance situation just playing out in real life you know beautiful that's green card marriage (laughs) yeah exactly Mm -hmm. she's like i get to go to a i get to go to america and then after a while i get to leave his ass yes no and that's the thing i like i like the the mail order bride stuff gets like a bad rap 
because of Hollywood, I guess, or sex trafficking, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what gives. I don't know what gives Mail Order Bride a bad rap. It's something. It's right. one yeah. of those two. It's Hollywood or sex traffickers that really give Mail yeah. Order Bride. I mean, a bad. also that, and it's never like a normal guy. Like, no, none no. of my like normal male yes. friends date that way. No. <laughs> you but know, it's a, like it's always the weirdest guy you've ever met. But at the same time, it's just like that State Farm job you had. Everybody knows the lie. Everybody's just dancing around the truth for seven years. That's even the true. even the fucking the people that are interviewing you for like, okay, are you what's when's her birthday? What do you <laughs> what do you know about this person? That, like trying yeah. to figure out if you're a scam or not. Like I, sure. everybody knows the lie. We're everybody's yeah. okay with it. This is the way you can't just go fucking wet feet like the Cubans just trying to swim in. Like you gotta you gotta marry a nerd that has a fucking weird deformed face and an acorn penis. And then, you yeah. know, or whatever, or whatever their fucking problem is. And you know, like, whatever their social deformity. Hey, Being a, a manager at a bank. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like you're a creepy manager at a bank. It's, pay, you pay live for your life love for seven today years. at incelsonly.com. Yeah. Hey, uh, the seven-year ring brought to you by Zales. <laughs> and it, it actually falls apart after yeah. year seven. It, <laughs> it, it, it turns sure. into dust. It's it biodegradable. Like marriage. <laughs> it's, yes, it's, it's made of <laughs> mushroom roots. Oh, that's so funny. It's <laughs> very funny. Uh, we've already we're coming up with so much shit for Zales today. <laughs> every kiss begins with compliance. <laughs> Oh, she but, said yeah. yes, but I think she said yes. I'm still learning their language. <laughs> Zales. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that was my first like adult job boss was this creepy guy. And then like after he hired me. Bank vault? Yeah. <laughs> you want to put the yeah. us in this bank? <laughs> but all of the other people he hired after me, it was also just like young, like sort like, you know, like conventionally attractive women. Like he didn't hire one man while we were working there. So then by the time I was like leaving that branch, it was just like the creepy manager and then like a staff of like really cool women who actually ended up becoming like some of my best friends. Oh my you know? God, this, I, so professional like grooming is a real thing. But yeah. this is like the plot to Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Like right. you guys you guys all became friends at the end. Instead of the, instead of the pants, it was just a creepy half Filipino guy. The yeah. manager that did the hiring. Yeah. He played the pants in this scenario. <laughs> this is the worst episode of Sister Wives I've ever seen. Yeah, right. For sure. But there was like one his day... hiring process. He was like, he was doing the he was doing the he was building up to the mail order bride with his hiring process. Yeah, yeah. He was learning how to talk to women <laughs> by interviewing but it, like, them. But in a in a funny way, <laughs> you guys all like you guys becoming friends became this like beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for where sure. it's like it's like from from cow shit comes hallucinogenic mushrooms. Right. You know, like yeah. it's like it's that uh, the yeah, creepers thing, with but... a type, they, they'll they unite a friend group. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. Sisterhood of the Traveling Checkbook. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. It's Sisterhood of the Traveling Mace. Uh, <laughs> there was one day where it was someone's birthday, and, and it was like one of the female staff members. So he like got a cake, 
And he like made a point to like, we're all in the break room. We were going to cut the cake and like have a celebration. But he made the one male banker who still worked there just like wait outside and watch the branch. (laughs) Like it was just like by proxy. He was the one guy who was like not going to be a part of this. Uh, It was just like so much stuff like that where it's like, this is insane. But never like, it was never overtly like he did anything to make you uncomfortable or that was like super like problematic predatory it was just like very blatant like wow this guy is a bummer (laughs) you know like you're major loser vibes you're like uh you kind of look around one day you're like they're all every everyone else that works here is like cute my age (laughs) yeah fucking brown hair this is weird five five (laughs) seven this is really fucking (laughs) exactly yeah uh, and I guess the bank caught on to that too eventually because that's that was that's what did him in, you know. Huh? I thought it was yeah. him jumping out of the cake. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was going, maybe that happened after I left. I don't know. <laughs> he became the thinking, birthday cake. I yeah. was thinking more dick in a box. That's what I was assuming. I like I thought he had a present for her. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be traumatizing. Not be a uh-oh. funny story then, you know. No, no, uh Oh, it's what are those? Oh, damn it! What are those little vaults like that you go in the back and it says the secret key? In the his safety deposit box. Like, yeah, he's just oh. in a safety deposit box. Like, <laughs> yeah, come check this That's, out. Some important takes, documents. It takes two keys to open this. Yeah. No, let's be honest. Yeah. It, takes, it takes one. It takes one. Yeah, For that half guy, of one. It's very small key. It's a very. It's a, it's a very. Uh, it's a tiny box. A very small. Yeah. Key. <laughs> you got diamonds in there? Well, it's hard. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, oh that made me uncomfortable. All right. So, so from banking, you went, went back to selling weed. Well, <laughs> in, intermittently, I did she that. After, <laughs> I did stop because it's harder when you don't work at a subway. At a subway, there's like an incoming stream of both people who can supply you with more weed and also customers to <laughs> offload it. You know? When they it ask is for the extra ideal salad. environment. Yeah. You can break your change in the cash register. The manager doesn't care. It's just a free for all. Thank you. It makes sense though. You could you could just you know it has that you know, the little the little the air tube to go to the car and you could just put that in there with their deposit slip. It makes sense. You just that would be great. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Joe just wants a, a no. dispensary out of an old I want, bank. No, I want to buy an old bank and turn it into a sub a sandwich shop. Because, sandwiches because the sandwiches would fit perfectly in the tube, too, the tube. and you could just yeah. fucking shoot them everywhere. You just, like, hey, hey, salami, hey, triple salami, triple meat, come out, zoom, zoom, zoom. Like, it's, have a good day. Thank you. Welcome to the fastest. Hey, Blimpy, suck our dicks. <laughs> We're the fastest sandwich shop. How are you supposed hey, to put a John's. meatball salad into a, a, a pneumatic tube, though? Hey, hey, Jimmy John's, eat the, what did you say, the largest part of my asshole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, so after, after you, you, you left the, uh, the bank and, then, uh, and all that, where did you go after that? Uh, I went to a different bank. So I, I moved different banking locations. I went through a series of just like insane managers. So the next location I landed at, it was like a a crazy woman this time. So she wasn't creepy, but she was just like totally inept at her job. Like she would bring her dog into work and like tie him up down in the safety deposit box vault. And like, just. (laughs) You can't do that at a a U.S. bank. She could. She she did. Like everything that you would assume you're not allowed to do at a corporate bank job. She was finding a way to do. 
It was actually like remarkable, but it, at the time it sucked because it was like she was the manager, so she could do whatever she wanted. But we were still all like pinheld to all the rules that like U.S. Bank wanted us to follow. Or like one day it was just like a shitty day and she was like, you know, I don't feel so good. I think I'd feel better with like some sunshine and a beer. And then she just like took off. Like she didn't even have the decency to be like my kid's sick or anything, <laughs> you know, like. You have to at least appreciate the honesty. I guess I would rather be lied to in a situation like that. I think like, I don't. I don't want to know. Sunshine and a beer sounds good to me. What you <laughs> yeah, I think I'd feel a lot better after that too. Nice. I, just another yeah. flabbergasted. This is just Your sunshine and a beer sounds good to Joe's dog too. I was like, yes, we want to go. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but that working for her. I think like those are the craziest customer service experiences I've ever had because it was uh, like an old U.S. bank branch in Northeast Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, so like the cast of everyday customers there was like super eccentric and weird. There is this like old man, this old white Polish dude who wore like Cosby sweaters. Yep. And he hey, would like always come ghost. in with like outlandish right stories, but he was like a ghost person because I would like talk to people who had worked there like 10 years yeah, like, yeah. earlier than I did. Yeah. And they all had stories about him too, but they'd be like, God, he's got to be dead by now. And he wasn't. He was just still coming into the bank every day. Mm -hmm. Or there was one guy, he did like drawings, but he was like totally like not there. And then like, that's how bad the mental health system is in this country is just people slip through the cracks and then they just end up in a bank branch because that's where they can get their social security money mm -hmm. and also like a coffee, you know? So that's, oh, like, oh, you had the, you had the, the coffee in the, in the, yeah. and then they just yeah. wanted to talk to you about what life was like in the 1960s. Yeah. Or, like, show you their drawings, and it seems innocent enough. Like, it's a sweet old guy who wants to show you his drawings, and then he, like, opens the case, and they're all, like, the they're, like, fucked up, demonic, like, dooms doomsday things, and there's, like, oh. fallen angels and stuff going on. You're like, oh, my God, I'm in danger right now, you know? I thought it was going to be something a lot different when you see an <laughs> old man showing you a picture in the bank. I just, like, you're, like, you're bringing yeah. right back to the old, the old, my old branch. Yeah, no, it's it's really it sucks when you have to like deal with the mental health crisis of society yeah. on a personal level on a weekly basis where you're like yeah. oh fuck it's the old demonic drawing guy yeah with his suitcase of fucking two dollar bills and yeah. and fucking these weird drawings god, god you guys take him i'm taking a 10 i did it last yeah. time you guys he really loves to show me those drawings. He was like a rite of passage. Like you'd get hired there, and the first time you encountered him, you'd get suckered into that, and then everyone would be watching you like, oh, no, <laughs> he got him. Uh, but then after one experience, you learn. But there's just like so many people like that who like their only hope in life is just being able to go into a, a bank branch, you know? Yes, and the problem has been exacerbated, and tell me if I'm wrong, by wireless earbud headphones. Because now you don't know who the fuck is just talking to themselves like a <laughs> wackadoo and who's yeah. actually on the phone with someone and you just don't see their earbuds. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I've given so many lunatics credit thinking that they were on earbuds and then they turn around and I see their earlobe has no bud in it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. budless and it's like, oh, that was a conversation with just you. <laughs> or yeah. Or you give money to someone who's actually just on the phone with their their significant other. Like, hey, you need this more than I do. Right, just torn jeans. Yeah. Just <laughs> sitting somewhere. He shouldn't like, be sitting. Talking to my girlfriend. What the fuck? 
was tying my shoe. I put my coffee down for a second. I don't <laughs> I don't get lids because I don't use plastic waste, you fucking yeah. asshole. Put a dollar in my my eight dollar coffee. Uh so any other any other regulars from the bank that you remember? Any other you said there's a lot of weirdos? Yeah, um, there was those people who did stuff like that. And then like, so the bank has like a bunch of security mm-hmm. procedures, right? Because they don't want to get robbed. Um, but then like, sometimes you would come in to open and there'd be like someone just like sleeping in like the ATM vestibule and stuff. And there was one time that specifically happened. I had to call the police to like, let them know that was happening. And they like treated me like I'd found a dead body. Like I was like, no, I'm very certain they're alive. Like I just am not allowed to go into my job. And then like, it was like a whole thing where like the Minneapolis police was like trying to like deal with it. Like it was a found body. And I was like, no, I just need someone to wake him up so that I can get into the branch, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Fucking doing the chalk outline. <laughs> yeah, like, oh no, just sleep here. Somebody crumples up a fucking police report. Ah, I was fucking alive <laughs> the whole time. It was the Minneapolis Daddy, police. I owe you $5. It was the Minneapolis police. You just should have said he had a fake $20 bill. They would have been there immediately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's... AC AB anyway um <clears throat> no that's uh that's man could you imagine you just took a little nap and uh, and then all of a sudden they're like oh oh we thought you were dead just and taking so- you away on a stretcher like no no please <laughs> in that guy's defense I like I've forgotten my pin number sometimes and you get real <laughs> tired trying to think yeah. of that you're just gonna you know what and what helps me remember taking a little a little, a little siesta. Yeah. Well, snooze, also, 40. people got locked in there before. So that like very well could have happened because like the bank building was like 200 years old. They tore it down when they like redid that East Hennepin area and like they put the Certix back bar in and put the high rises in. Um, but before that, it was like original like bank building. So the doors would get stuck. And that like happened to someone once after hours, they were trying to use the ATM. And then that like middle vestibule area, like they couldn't get back out of. So they like had to call the fire department to come open the door, just like get a person out who was just trying to get like 20 bucks to buy a dime bag, you know, like, it's oh my so, God. yeah. Bringing the jaws of life to a U.S. bank. Yeah. And then people would get drunk and like drive through the drive up area, but in like big trucks and then just like totally take the top off their truck. (sighs) One time a guy tried to do it in an RV and he didn't clear it. It hit. He broke the drive up. So it was like going to be a very expensive thing for him. (sighs) And without even backing it out or anything, just like leaving it stuck there, he came in and he was like, yeah, I hit your drive up. You mind if I go get a beer real quick? And we're like, I I guess, like I have at it. It seems stressful. I don't know. (laughs) But he's just having a beer in the back of his uh, RV. Probably, yeah. I, I... Wait for the cops to come. Or hiding the fact that he already had four beers when he drove in your drive-thru. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've just started drinking. It hasn't been this all day. my first one. I told them I was going to go get a beer. <laughs> they said, okay, officer. I needed to go to the ATM to go buy more beer. Dude, what a... Getting locked in a bank accidentally just does not sound fun at all. No, it's the stuff of nightmares. You're like watching... Because it's a glass window. So anyone that walks by, you're like... Hey, help yeah. me. You were like making a sign. Like, <laughs> you're starting your own tribal village. Like it's yeah, like it's, it's soundproof because it's that good glass. Yeah, you know? it's an old ass bank. Yes. 
Why is that weirdo banging? I don't know. He looks like he's talking to himself. Oh, he probably has a headset. And U.S. Bank is isn't that the bank for like drug dealers? So shouldn't you? You could have sold weed continually at. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was like actually like the amount of work you have to do in that job. There isn't any free time. It is like the single most exhausting thing I think ever is just like trying to do all of that stuff and then they're so like understaffed and they don't care like the way that they budget stuff is just like yeah we're gonna lose money like people are gonna get upset but it's just like they don't care because they don't have to deal with it that's what they pay you for basically and that's how I learned to understand that you're not really getting paid for your job as a customer service person you're just getting paid to absorb the stress of people who make more money than you (laughs) (laughs) well learned well learned So I left there. Now that you figured that out, so how did you break the cycle? Uh, I left there under bad, like I was mad at them because I had been doing so much extra work and I was like supposed to get a promotion and I didn't. So I just like outright left and I worked random jobs for a while. Like I tried to be a barista at Starbucks. And honestly, a week into that, I just like literally told them, I was like, oh, I have a headache on my lunch break. And I lied and said I was going to get aspirin and just like never came back. And you, went out <laughs> the par- you went out in the yes. park and had a beer in the sunshine. Yeah, exactly. That's how you and do I felt it. a lot better. <laughs> Wait, is that who you quit? Did you quit with the, the, the bank job with the crazy manager? Yep. Okay. Did you get yeah. the spike? Did you get to really like, I'm quitting because you're fucking crazy. Sort of. I mean, I got to quit and they didn't want me to, but she was like moving on to a different thing too. So she was like super, she was even like more checked out than when I had first met her. (laughs) She brought a second dog to the bolt. She, I'm assuming, I'm just picturing she bought those glasses that that have the awake eyes and then she would just (laughs) fall asleep on her desk. Pretty much. Yeah. No, there would be like lines out in the bank branch and the manager's job is always to at some point put a drawer in and like help Mm -hmm. customers if it's that. And she would just, you could see in the far side in her office, she was like moving one bookcase around, like trying to find the perfect spot for it. Uh -uh. It's like a cartoon of a person. (laughs) She related to Joe? (laughs) No, I'm a Muppet, not a cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. uh, You were were created by that Jim Henson Corporation. Yes, dude. Oh yeah, I'm with you. I barista for a year. I made it a year. I I worked for the Boo, not the the Bucks. Uh, It's just as bad. Um, I don't know. I was was just very desperate and needed money. So I did it because it was the only job I could ride a bus to and make tips. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it sucks. Coffee people are the worst. Uh, yeah, Starbucks. We're we're pro Starbucks union on this podcast. Like they deserve a fucking union. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I I just found out that Starbucks. You can if you stay in the store, you can just get free refills. Yeah. So well, same thing with Caribou. I have no idea. I had no idea that existed. Yeah. You you, you can't yeah. get like you can't go like I'll take another frappuccino. But what they'll do is yeah. if you get like a latte or something, they'll give you like free drip brew coffee for the rest of the day. It's like a crisis center for the middle class. You it know? really is. It's, it's like where you go uh, when your last boss fired you and you your wife kicked you out of the house and you just no, like, no, need no, to no. answer emails to get back on your feet. <laughs> it's or, or you got fired, but you haven't told your wife yet. Yeah, exactly. You have been fired, so you go here Monday through Friday until You, you bring the briefcase, you wear it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. There was dudes who were wearing full suits, <laughs> and I would go, and they would be on their laptops 
and they, they they would look like they were working, but they were just on like uh, like uh, this is the early mid two thousands. They're they're watching like YouTube or on Facebook on their yeah, computers yeah. using our free Wi Fi. And I'm like, yeah. this is this is how you're spending your day. You're drinking fresh. Just researching how roast. to disappear and get a new identity. <laughs> <laughs> Pop up at a different Starbucks across the country. Right. Then they could do that at a different spot. Or can um, I another... still have two families in the year 2014? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which uh, you can't. It's impossible. We had a lot of former addicts that would just they just replaced methamphetamine with espresso. Oh yeah, that's a wonderful. Oh, it's a so they're, they're sitting there shaking like I need my fix. And it would like they would you, you want to talk about you think oh, at that point they'd just buy an espresso machine. No, they no. they liked the social get the shakes, get the shakes at the house. They liked it though. They liked they would sit and just drink a like straight espresso and smoke cigarettes outside. That's all they would do all day. That's Pink. the AA method to sobriety. That's what right. you do. <laughs> I know it's uh, questionable at best. That's For actually sure. they don't. That's the thirteenth step. They don't tell you about. Yeah. Is now you gotta now you gotta go to Cigarettes Anonymous. <laughs> so we're, after you quit Starbucks, you said you did a bunch of you had a bunch of different jobs. Yeah, I uh, went into like a tobacco shop in my neighborhood like too many times in the middle of the day, and the people who owned it took notice, and then they asked me if I needed a job, and I was like, actually, yeah, I do. So I ended up working there for a while, and that was interesting because it was just like it was. A uh, small family business, and they're an Iranian family, so they were like super cool, interesting people. But what they needed from me was just like kind of too intense. Like I couldn't be like the sole staff person that they depended on. But working there was cool because like you also meet a bunch of interesting people. Uh, the guy I worked with all the time, like I did closing shifts with, he had stories about how he used to eat like whole sheets of acid. And he was like one of those people who wore like a winter hat in the summer, you know, like just like a total burnout dude. That Uh, sounds like a guy who closes the tobacco shop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But weird stuff would happen to them too. Like when I had gotten hired there, they were super anxious because there had just been a heist like where people dropped in through the ceiling with like a barrel and put all the cigarettes in it and then like went out <laughs> through like again. What? Yeah. And they had like the security like Mission Impossible style. They're exactly. Just, like, but for cigarettes. <laughs> with a barrel. This is yeah. like Mission Impossible meets Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Dun, dun, yeah, that's Coon Rapids. Dun, that's dun, what happens dun, oh. in Coon Rapids. Uh-huh. You should have just started, you should have started with that. Part. You should have led with Coon Rapids. Yeah, yeah, now, no, yeah. now I'm not surprised by any of it. Guy who wears summer hat all the time, Coon Rapids. Yeah. That was, the, the great that, cigarette that heist of 2014. What, what year was that heist? I'm really want, I'm going to look this up. Did that have uh, news? That sounds like a newsworthy TV show. Or, it uh, would have been in like 2012 or 13. I'm going to look up 2012. Hold on. You can you talk some amongst yourselves. That plan was formulated. Tobacco shop heist. Yeah. Like that was like one of those places where the store doesn't have a name. It's just tobacco shop. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this sign from the last guy. From my yeah. cousin who had a tobacco shop. Got a better exactly. sign. <laughs> yeah just the bright tobacco shop red letters yeah see and i feel this this plan for this heist was formulated uh while someone smoked their last cigarette and realized they had a barrel yeah they're like you know how many you know how many cigarettes would fit in that barrel holy shit you're right 
<laughs> so many, for sure. Like an old west, like train car style robbery. What's but... your most powerful electric saw? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, just a, a construction guy, you know. Yeah. Someone with a lot of tools and a real desire to smoke. Was it a one man job or was it a team? It was a team. It was like two or three people because there was yeah, it was it was a very interesting video. Was oh, it, you got to uh, see the video. Was it next? I to did. Us? Was this next to a Sunshine Market? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, so there's a different tobacco heist next to it. It's a tobacco shop next to a place called Sunshine Market. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think they just raised the tax like really bad in the state of Minnesota for tobacco products around that time. So I think it was kind of something that like people were resorting to just in protest. Serial Mm -hmm. robbers. Serial cigarette robbers. Anyway, wow, God, that's so funny though. Like, yeah, you're right. That is Mission Impossible meets Trailer Park Boys. You, you, you nailed that on the head. They, they're going to have so <laughs> much prison currency. Yeah. Although, with sure. the price of cigarettes, I mean, that is actually a heavy theft. I mean, like, that's a lot of money. They just like, get the cards. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, Joe's just going real quiet there for a second. He didn't. I was he's thinking, listen, he's I thinking about it. Did you freeze? Yeah, did I you had freeze? something. Did, or, I had something. We, we've done that before. We're just talking about guests. So we'll just be like. No. Um, God, that's so funny. So was it, was, so this is what you said. This is like in 2013 you were working there? 2014? Yep. So did you guys also sell like the weed alternatives? No, it was all just like tobacco products. They had a humidor. So they were like a big cigar store as well. Uh, And then just like all of the glass and like bong stuff like that. But that was my favorite part of the job because I was the only person they had on staff that smoked weed. Everyone else was just like a part of their family and they were cigarette people. So once a week, a guy would come in with like a box truck and he would open it and it would just be like full of like bongs and pipes and stuff like that. And I would like get to pick out whatever the store was going to sell. It was like my oh, dream, like stoner job. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like that one. No, that no. Can, 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 where's your yeah. four foot water pipes? We need the long ones. Where's the, we're going to need four. That's the, the best part of legalization, by the way. It's not the fact that we're going to have weed in the state. It's not the fact that we can smoke it or anything like that. It's the fact that people, a people who, uh, uh, work mm-hmm. in tobacco stores no longer have to call it a tobacco pipe. Right. They're free. They're free. Yeah. We should, yeah, light right. one up in honor of them. Yeah, right. They're like, um, can I, can I see the, uh, can I see the four foot zong water pipe, please? Yeah. With, the, with the ice yeah. catch? Like, let me, put it, let me put it on this black velvet for you, did, sir. Did you have to do the thing too? Like when they called it a bong, you're like, um, tobacco pipe or water pipe? I mean, yeah, that didn't happen a lot, I guess. Or when it did, it wasn't as big of a deal as it is in like the bigger, like the name brand places where like that's what they're known for. Mm. At this place, I mean, they were mostly just like wanting people to not smoke weed inside the store. That (laughs) that was their their main holdup. One time a guy did walk in with a lip blunt. I think he had tried to put it out, but it was like still on. Mm. He was just like in the store and it was like starting to smell like that. And then like the owner freaked out at him and I, he was like, why didn't you notice that? And I was like, honestly, it just smells like my house. <laughs> like I just, I was, it smells, it took it me smells a, nice. I, I took yeah. it. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was tobacco. It was a split. I, 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 I smell, I just smell tobacco. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Just do it. Hot boxing, hot boxing a humidor. That a new 
goal in life. Mm. Yeah, that's the new Hot Ones show. Just <laughs> instead of eating wings, you just got to hot box cigars different. in a humidor. Or just different levels of ones. Okay, so this is just yeah. a little one, and then then by the time it's that like they're sitting there talking to like Joe Rogan podcast shit. Like, what about aliens? <laughs> um, so where did where did you go after you stopped selling uh, marijuana paraphernalia? Uh, so from there, I did a short stint as just like an unemployed person, you know, mm-hmm. I ended up, I moved to California for a year and kind of lived out there and I tried to work out there, but it just didn't work out because it was in Northern California. So you have to kind of compete for jobs with people who are from the Bay area or accept like the wages they have for like service workers and like hourly is just like actually a lot less than even here would be. So it was like kind of accepting a pay cut in a lot of cases. And I never wanted to do that. So I ended up moving back here, but living out there was cool because weed was like dirt cheap. Uh, And then like the area I lived in was really good for like hiking and exploring and stuff like that up near Mount Shasta, like way in the Northern part of California. Um, But then when I moved back, that's when I buckled down and I got my way into an office job. Uh, which was also super awful because, again, I was like kind of underqualified. I lied to them a little bit to get it. They lied to me a little bit about the job. And then <laughs> I was <laughs> I was stuck working there because I just wanted a year of like office experience on my resume so I could get a job that I didn't hate. And that's how I ended up with the job I have now, which I've been at for like f- five years total now. And that's been really excellent because they're just like, it's they're super eccentric, weird company. So like everyone that works there is a character and I'm allowed to be how I am. And it's just like cool. But I have a lot of interesting stories from that, too, because it's like a, a startup company and lots of stuff goes wrong. You know, <laughs> lots of stuff. Everything that happens is your responsibility. Kind of like when you work in a customer a service wand, job. You know, yeah. stuff old jobs, guys, creep, creepy, creepy. Yeah. Uh, demonic paintings and then there's a guy with a filipino wife again yeah. it just follows you everywhere you're describing the office christmas party <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean like like you said there's like you had some good stories from there um we've had like floods of sewage water come in through the the office uh From where uh just the pipes it's an old building and we're at the ground level above us Uh, there's condos okay so there's just like rich people up there refusing to stop taking baths and do laundry when they know that the pipes are broken this is just like and i think you know what today might be or we just we just came to the latest anniversary of this is exactly like when that time that uh the dave matthews band was uh the tour bus driver in chicago dumped the mm. tour buses waste system onto a river, yeah. Yeah, I tried to do it under the Chicago River but ended up dumping it onto a, a tour boat tour boat full of people oh yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes like so that t- today marks I think the fifth or sixth anniversary of those people getting shat on mm. by Dave Matthews essentially I was just all right Pete I was yes <laughs> He's, we don't think he's dead. We just uh, yeah. They, those people all him. survived. They just don't go on boats that go over bridges anymore. And they they also... survived the accident, but how many of them died of E. coli since? That's oh yeah, that's what no one talks about. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, Sienna, that's the uh, that's the worst kind of trickle down economics. 
It really is. That's the most for sure. Right. For, just their actual shit raining down on you. Well, isn't uh, like when you touch a bunch of cat shit that gives you trigonosis. Tri- yes. right? yeah. And then that just makes you want to get more cats. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. one part of the disease. So yeah. what if this is Dave Matthews thing? He just shits on people and he gives you Dave Matthews and you like Dave Matthews band. Yeah. That then you like nine minute so songs that are nine minutes long for no reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got called Fat Dave Matthews a while back, and I don't know how to feel about it. Oh. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it was. Right. A, we'll we'll hold space for you to process that. I, yeah, I don't we're know both... how to feel about it. Uh... <laughs> we're both giving you plenty of space to like so work that one out. So much to say, so much. To... No, um, yeah. I always do have so much to say. Anyway, <clears throat> so you're getting shit on by the rich. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And then just getting to work with like interesting people or like, cause it's like a company where what we do is like import export. And then because my boss is like such a scrappy person, uh, he always tries to do as much of it as possible. He can himself. And then sometimes that doesn't work, you know, like one time we've had, we have an office location and then we have a location that the grain goes to. And we've had like truckers roll up with grain to the office. And it's like, oh, you have the wrong address, (laughs) you know, like you're supposed to be at this place. Uh, Just like all sorts of stuff like that. And then uh, we've had break-ins where like homeless people get into the office and they didn't really steal anything. They like wrote notes on like the whiteboard in the conference room and like drank out of all the liquor bottles in the bar, like just like stuff like that. And Small then the thing is, is they had a barrel and another rope. Like, how does this keep happening? <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. It's me. I'm organizing the heist. <laughs> uh, there was right. a mastermind behind it the whole time. Yeah. We do have a reputation in our office building, though, because there's been several incidences where homeless people have broken in and we didn't realize it. <laughs> like, uh, so like that's like the rumor about us is like we heard there was a homeless guy living in your back room for like two weeks with a bed and everything, and you didn't know about it. It's like oh, okay. Bill. Yeah, he's great. No, he, he, he was going through up. a divorce. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's just human resources. He got he got he got kicked out of the local Starbucks, so he needed somewhere to hang. Yeah. Is there any other uh, jobs or stories you want to talk about, Santa? Is there anything else that kind of comes to mind? Any like uh, any wild things that you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. I just want. Like if you ever in your life are doing something wrong enough that you end up inside a bank branch, right? Because there's no reason to physically be in a bank anymore. You can do it all online. Uh, but if you do end up there, just try not to take your life problems out on whoever is unfortunate enough to be working there, you know? Or just anywhere. Yeah, but I have a special, I have like a special place held in my heart for people who have to deal with people who are having money problems. Cause mm-hmm. like the meltdown, the DoorDash guy is having cause the delivery that he's trying to make is going too slow uh, is like half of what that guy is going to have. If he like is trying to kite yep. checks and his bank accounts closed down like that, like people threaten to like break your legs when you work at the bank. Yikes. Yeah. Well, she loves us. Uh, see, and on this podcast, we don't just exist to talk about bank heists, uh, cigarette heists, honey heists. We don't just we don't just exist for that. No, we also exist to battle the scourge 
that is known as Karens. So before we go into our next segment, we always like to ask our guests, Sienna Violet, how would you define a Karen? Uh, Karens are, it's like a mentally ill woman, but it's a deep unresolved mental illness where even they're confused about it. Like they think that what they're doing is perfectly normal because they're so far up their own ass uh, that they're just not able to get what's going on around them. And then I think that that's very scary for the Karen, right? So they get angry. And they lash out. Right. I like it. That's a good, that's a good one. Actually, you know, we've had a lot of guests that's like, they call it a mental illness. And I got to say, that's probably what it is. Uh For sure. There's no way you would act like that if you were okay. (laughs) Yeah. You're that, you're a DoorDash driver, just yelling at a bartender. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Well, Sienna, each and every week we look up different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're tweets or handwritten notes. And it's a segment we call the Karen of the week. This This is is Karen. Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. I'm your boss. Karen. Oh my God, Karen. That was great, you guys. Right? No, uh-huh. I think if I was a professional wrestler, I w- Karen would like be my character and that would be my intro music. Oh God, that's Ooh. great. Don't, you know, the, the, the purveyors of that band can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, if I ever get into professional wrestling, we'll see. You, you call Jerry Ulricher. He'll, he'll, he'll help <laughs> you out. <clears throat> Each and every week. Fellow contributor, third mic, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson, dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Our lockbox experience was wonderful, but the very elegant environment was spoiled by the unappealing attire of the servers jeans and other super casual outfits one with a see-through dress to a black thong panty beneath is not at all what one would expect at a high-end restaurant the service was fine but black pants slash skirts and white shirts for all the non-tennis shoes would allow the servers to match the beautiful environment the food also was terrific This feedback is meant to help Lockbacks reach its obvious potential for excellence. First off, the Lockbox? Yes. It's a terrible name. Unless, okay, I could see if it was in a former bank. Yes, exactly. And then they could send the drinks through the tubes. (laughs) (laughs) They got off sale. Well, that's how they shake it. They They don't shake any of their drinks. They just pour it in the thing. Send it for a round through the tubes. And it it does the job for them. Yeah, that Yelp review is like written like that person thinks they're a really good writer. Mm-hmm. Like they think, you know what I mean? Like they think they're like, oh, I'm throwing these words in here. That'll really get them. But it, it just comes off as like, holy shit. <laughs> That's wild. Right. And I love that they explicitly point out the one server who they could see. It's a see-through black dress. Yeah. that Why really staring at her ass? Probably the food's not that good, so they got distracted. But that's a different, a different story. Mm-hmm. 
Well, no, they said the food was excellent. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're lying uh, to themselves about a lot. The husband kept looking at the at the server in the dress, and then yeah. the wife is writing this this angry Yelp review. How dare you let them wear nothing but black panties, see through dresses? Yeah, Lord, Jesus. Just upset because her husband left like a bigger tip just based on that. <laughs> right. He was paying more attention to her than on yeah. the date that they were on. Yeah, and she shows the restaurant and then he kept rubbing, he kept holding it over her head like that. What do you, <laughs> hey, hey, babe, you chose the restaurant. <laughs> you said it was he's elegant the, when you walked in. He's the douchebag that always hits on the waitress. Yeah. I you just, chose the restaurant. Again, though, and then, but she, she didn't want to quite single out the black. So she's like, oh, and there's other ones wearing jeans. That was bad. Jeans. There was also jeans. Doesn't want to admit she hates women. So it's just like wording it like, oh, no, the, the problem is this. The jeans and also the, uh, also the black panties. Black panties. <laughs> See through. That was a problem as well. Just so I really wanted to bring up the jeans, but I thought while we were here talking about the jeans, and the problem with the jeans are the jeans. Yes, the jeans. I just thought I'd just toss the food is excellent. Just as the another, food yeah. is it's excellent. just a, it's just a review on the fashion of the one waitress. It's not so much about the restaurant at all. Right. That's right. what's great about Yelp. You can just take out your personal insecurities uh, of a waitress mm-hmm. and and how much attention your husband is giving them on onto a Yelp review and just exactly. two stars. Fuck your Applebee's. <laughs> Those aren't going to be around for much longer. Um, I know. I read no. that article. They're going away? Yes. Not all of them. but A lot of them are. A though. lot of, yeah. A surprising Too expensive amount. to run the microwaves, huh? Uh-huh. And speaking of Applebee's, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Why? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my play written down. I had my play written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why, gee, why did it Why Did It Fail is a segment that we do where we look at different restaurants, food menu items, and let's face it, our listeners know ever since we've switched to the internet, we do uh, commercials, training videos, and if anyone knows us very well, we love to beat a dead horse. Oh, yeah. And if you listened to our last episode, you found out about our new favorite attorney. We have a favorite attorney out of Texas. And he is I'm so excited. A lot. I want to hire this guy. So if if you were ever in trouble in Fort Worth, Texas, this is the man you want to hire. And uh, in this week's G Wanted to Fail commercial, he's going to be talking about coronavirus. And it's this week's G. Why did it fail? Hey, Wilson, the Texas law. It's coronavirus. (laughs) You're not wearing a mask. You're correct. I have not worn my mask. I will infect you. I made a great mistake. pause this so our listeners can know it's done 
like a bad kung fu movie. They're doing the weird uh, voice thing where it's the, the voices doesn't match the uh, audio. And they they're now they're kung fu fighting with special effects. And he just punched coronavirus in the nuts. Yeah. I, there's I, there's I, so much more to this. He's <laughs> of course he's not wearing a mask. It was Texas. I like, but then instead, they're fighting the corona. He's fighting the coronavirus like Mortal Kombat style, mm-hmm. like Street Fighter. There's like fire fists, and it's this is insane. And I love this in a lawyer. Again, I hope he brings this excitement and enthusiasm to the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I like I I want to go. Uh, where are we? Fort Worth. I'm going to go cause some crime in Fort Worth. Which we just discussed in the last episode is not a hard thing to do. Exactly. All right. Let's let, right. let's continue. Get over here! Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. That's a Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm sorry, I just love. Who's that. the next? Who's the next person he has to face? I don't understand what is about the law here. Yeah, is, like is, what? This, is he suing people that that are suing people for mask mandates? I don't know. There's still there's still a good thirty seconds left in this, so let's figure it out. Got your mask on. Uh, Have a nice day in court. Mask up and move on. <laughs> I did not okay. predict him to be a pro mask guy. Yeah, I, that was the big twist at the end, for sure. Yeah, the Shyamalan twist. All right. Although he's got some moves, and and honestly, this guy has better special effects than any local commercial I've ever seen. Right. Uh, I mean, lawyer money. It's true. Although they could have spent a little bit more money on the coronavirus uh, costume. My coworker had a better coronavirus costume at Halloween Uh, in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually seen that bike helmet before. Yes, exactly. It's a little, it's one of the the, the Mohawk. They just painted it a little bit to make it look more grungy. More coronavirus-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, he does look like a professional wrestler, the the coronavirus guy. This, I okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put a I, I'm gonna say that this guy is not failing. No, no, this no, is not a failure. It's still, but it's still part of the fun of it because like this commercial yes. makes me both want to hire him and also not hire him at the same time. Right. I wonder how many, but I like okay. So I'm it, sure but, there's a bunch of Fort Worth lawyers doing good regular law and not doing commercials, maybe doing a billboard. He's he's getting to the young folks. The young folks don't want a stuffy billboard guy. They want mask up 
Move on. <laughs> it would be funny if he did go out of business after this. Like he blew the budget on the, the special effects coronavirus <laughs> fight scene and then <laughs> just had to pack up shop. It's like, it's, it's so much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really work out how I thought it would. It's not as like she wanted to fail, but it definitely make it, it. It makes for good content. God damn it, this is this is amazing, and I will hear nothing else of it, Joe. Yeah, either he's going to succeed massively or fail splendidly. So it's either yeah. way, it's it's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And like again, it's just this. This is a, it's a treasure trove of a, of just everything. But again, I I the twist again is that and this is Texas, you know, and the fact that he's even like mask up and move on. That's that is maybe the fail is like his audience, like who is pro mask, got too scared halfway through and turned it off, and everyone just thinks he's anti mask. You know, or the fail, the fail is the fact that his nose is still hanging way out. Right, right. that's oh, true. He's mask. doing the yeah. Ah, mask up, move on. That's beautiful, dude. I love it. No, Besides him not wearing the mask properly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a great episode, but I think it's time we 86 it. But before we do, we do have one last segment, Sienna. It is called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you get to review the podcast. You can use a five-star metric or as many stars as you like. You can either review the podcast as a whole or myself and Joe individually and whenever you'd like to start. All right. I'm going to give the podcast five stars, even though I think uh, the food was great, but you guys as servers were dressed very inappropriately. I didn't appreciate the thongs or the sheer pants, Uh, but as podcast hosts, I think you were great. Uh, (laughs) Five out of five. You know, I podcast better because it's more for comfort. Yeah. (laughs) It's. I was going to say, we never rate our guests, but I give you a five too. I'll give you a five. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it's been a, it's been a minute since uh, you know someone other than Joe was smoking on the podcast, so I have to uh, extra points <laughs> for that. Cool. And we don't have to say allegedly anymore. We're no longer yeah, like, yeah right. We're no longer hotboxing in the closet. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> for sure. Not what we're doing anymore. <clears throat> Sienna, uh, how do our guests follow you? Uh, just my. You can follow me by. Looking up my name, everything that I use social media wise is just Sienna Violet. That's my handle. Uh, Instagram is my favorite platform. That's where I post the most. So if you're really interested in that, I would check that out. And that's also where I post about shows and stuff that I have upcoming. So do you have anything you want to point your guests to like any shows? It's come out in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I do comedy the third Friday of every month at Terminal Bar in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. The, the ladies night, right? Uh, so we do different showcases, but oh, yeah, it's right. always a comedy show. But nice. the next yeah. one coming up will be The Wheel of Misfortune. So oh, there'll yeah, be a yeah, bunch yeah. of local comics and everyone spins for a topic. And then you kind of just riff or write a quick five-minute set on it. But it's always a really fun time. It's one of my favorite ones. Awesome. And you got to love Terminal Bar. But the problem totally, is yeah. cash only. So when you do it, to make sure you don't get locked in an ATM somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Wonderful. That's yeah, it's great. I would highly suggest. And if you ever have a chance to see Sienna, she's hilarious. You guys definitely get out there, see her. Wonderful. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Uh, Instagram, uh, photographizing the word photograph, I Z I N G, photographizing, or uh, you can 
uh, get with me and my wife. Uh, we've got a podcast. Come listen to our podcast. It's www.whereoverherenow.com. Uh, we have a live show. Next live show is August 17th. Uh, at the Lean Tower. And go back to that date. Oh, yeah, because I hope you That's came good. to that show because, yeah. boy, it was fun. Great. Um, they, they, <laughs> I can't believe they put that many people in that restaurant. They were hang, They were breaking in from the ceiling with barrels. They were running out of pizza. Yeah. Uh, it was. <laughs> they ran out of pizza. They had, to, they had to order Domino's. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was fun and a bunch of shows coming up. Yeah. I just said, sorry, do I just know this one's, this one's. Uh, yeah, this is going to be after weeks. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you can follow me. I am Matt Doima uh, across Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter at X because I believe in truth in advertising. Uh, as for me, every Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub, uh, I host the Keller Comedy Open Mic. Uh, the doors open at 8. The show starts around 9-ish. We have comics from all levels, some first-timers, some old-timers, and everything in between. Uh, we have 32-ounce beer pitchers for 6 bucks. so come on out. It's an amazing time. And uh, beyond that, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Uh, email us your Karen of the Week stories at awfulservicepod at gmail.com. Sienna, this has been a lovely episode. Thank you so much for doing it. Yeah, thanks, yeah. guys. This is a lot of fun. It is. And as always, as always, make sure to bring your real cool drawings to bankers because they really, really, really <laughs> yeah. love to see <laughs> And if you need weed, go to a subway. Yeah. Exactly. We learned a lot. Have a good one. <laughs> it's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say good night. Dispose of the trash and turn out the light. Tell me why I try. This whole damn thing is a lie, so I'll take my tips. My services have Oh